Hey, it's me. Hello and welcome to the Paul Leslie Hour. I'm honored that you're here. I am joining you yet again from a remote location, getting away from it all, not much around me but my thoughts. I want to present this interview with country traditionalist Mo Bandy. This was originally broadcast on the radio, and now it is being made available to all of you here on the podcast. In this interview, he talks about the road he took in life as a singer and recording artist. In the early days, he made a living working with sheet metal, and at night he was in the clubs and honky-tonks trying to get in front of people and getting his name out there. He succeeded at going into music full-time, and you could say Mo Bandy is now a household name. He He counts among his fans people of all ages from all walks of life, even a U.S. president. If you want to keep the mission of the Paul Leslie Hour going, you are invited to do so. Every bit helps and is most appreciated. Just go to thepaulleslie.com and you're going to find a little PayPal support the show button. And whether it's $4 or $40 or more, that's your good deed for the day. And just know that it's being used for a good purpose. As always, let me know what you think of the show. Honored that you tune in. The Paul Leslie Interviews. I'm talking to a music legend. He's a member of the Texas Country Music Hall of Fame. He's had 40 top 10 singles and 10 number one hits. Many awards. It's a great pleasure to be talking to Mo Bandy. Thank you, Paul. It's good talking with you, man. It's an honor. Well, I think most stories are best from the beginning. Something that you have in common with another great legend from the past. You're both from Meridian, Mississippi. And I'm talking about the yodeler, the father of country music, Jimmy Rogers. Mm-hmm. I'm curious, was that a thing growing up for you? Was that something that people talked about? Yeah, they. when I was a kid, that's probably the first country music that I was introduced to through my grandfather. Worked on, on the railroad, and he worked with Jimmy Rogers. And uh, they've got a plaque in, in Meridian, Mississippi, at the railroad yard that shows my that my grandfather and I, you know, it recognizes us. And so I'm, I'm so proud of that. But that's some uh, some of the best music that I was introduced to as an early age. Well, tell us about some of the other singers that had an influence on you. Well, I loved. We moved to Texas when I was young, and I loved uh, Hank Williams and, of course, Jimmy Rogers and Ernest Tubb and all these people. And as I, I got up older and started a band and started playing music. I was doing all the Merle Haggard and George Jones and all those songs. And I uh, later on got the records hit and I had the opportunity to work with a lot of these folks. And man, what an honor and a thrill it was and uh, to get to know them and get to do shows with them. Speaking of Texas, there have been some just great, great artists who have come from Texas what was it like being in Texas? Was that something that 
kind of fed your musical love? Mm-hmm. Well, I started a little band down in South Texas and played all the, back then we had a lot of the big dance halls uh, in Texas and Oklahoma had a lot of them. And we played a lot of the big dance halls and then some of the honky tonks, the small ones. And it was great. It was really great. People really liked to get out and listen to country music and they liked to dance. So it, it was a great time back then. What would you say the commonality amongst Texans is? What you would say the average Texan is like? Oh, I think the average Texan is pretty much like other people, but they have a pride in Texas, of course, and that we have, I should say. We're proud of Texas and, and the things that the history, but, you know, I, I meet nice people all over the world, and but I'm proud to be uh, uh, from Texas. Bringing things into the present, you have this album, Lucky Me. Yes. I recorded it not too long ago, and I had Jimmy Caps and produced it and had a lot of the players come back in and that played on my albums years ago. And then we had the Oak Ridge Boys and Ricky Skaggs and uh, Riders in the Sky came in and, uh, and sang with me on the, on the album. I really enjoy this album. It's it's a, it's a lot of great tunes. And I know the song Lucky Me, it made me think about luck. And I'm just curious, do you think luck has any hand in success when it comes to the music business? Oh, I think luck has a huge amount to get in the business. You gotta, you're lucky to be in a certain place at a certain time, meet a certain person. And it's... Uh, a lot of times it's just meant to be, and in, in we're blessed, of course, to be put in a place where we meet a certain person. And I met a guy named Ray Baker who made it possible for me to get in the business. And uh, it's just a lot of luck involved and a lot of being right place at the right time. I want to talk about the years when you were pursuing music at night, but during the day you were working with the sheet, the sheet metal. You were pursuing mm-hmm. the dream, but also you have to pay the bills. Right. I had a family. I, at that time, I had two kids. I had one daughter later, but I had a wife and two children, and I had support. And I was playing the bars and the honky-tonks and trying to get into the music business at the same time, make a living during the day because didn't get paid much in the music business at that time. Whenever I could make a living playing music, I just, that was the greatest thing in the world for me. And uh, luckily I was able to do it. When you were working in the day and pursuing the dream at night, was that a difficult thing? Yes, it was very hard to do. I was a sheet metal worker during the day. And I would come in at two or three in the morning and get up and go to work, and uh, it was it was rough. Of course, I was a young guy. I could do it back then, you know. What advice would you give to somebody who is pursuing a dream, but they, like I said, they still have to pay the bills? Well, the uh, the best thing is is first of all, don't give up, but try to play your music in front of everybody you can and get exposed to. Just many people as you can, and you got to go to Nashville and and uh, 
let them see what you got there. You know, you got to do that. But if you just got that fire in your belly, you just keep going, keep doing it. So what did it feel like when you could finally go into music full time? It was the greatest thing. It was my dream. I dreamed of, uh, I, I didn't dream that I would be, uh, you know, have a lot of records and everything. I just wanted to make a living playing music and wherever it went, it went. And of course, I went way beyond that. But it was the biggest thrill of my life. I think every little band you see around the country, their dream is to do that all the time. And uh, luckily, I got the opportunity. You have fans from just all walks of life. Everyday people, other musicians, and maybe even a president. (laughs) I was hoping you could tell us about the variety of fans that you have. Well, I have, and I I thank goodness for the fans. They've kept me doing what I do. But we have, as long as I've been in the business, and I am still uh, out there singing, I see the fans that we've had over the years have brought their kids and their grandkids into our music. And it's just a thrill to go out and do shows and you see the younger people there along with the older people. And uh, so the the fans have been great. I uh, campaigned with President Bush Sr. in uh, 88. And uh, he he was a big uh, or a fan of my music, I should say. And I spent a lot of time campaigning and visiting and got to be very close friends with the president and Barbara Bush and uh, did some things I just am so proud of. And I couldn't have done any of that without the music. And through music, you can just opportunities open up for you everywhere. If somebody had no conception of the president, George Bush, and you were mm-hmm. trying to describe what is what's he like? What would you say? He is one of the nicest people I've ever met. He is very dedicated to helping our country, and his his full intentions was to to uh, help the country and be a great citizen. And I just. Couldn't stress, and any time I saw something negative about him, it just got me because I know the man, I know him and his family. His fam- he's got a great family. And so uh, it was a pleasure and an honor to, to do that. I was reading in a book not too long ago, and it was saying that as far as political parties go, sometimes people, they have this train of thought where they say, okay, Republicans are blank. Democrats are blank. Liberals are blank. Conservatives are this. And they have a tendency to put people in categories. And this book said, how about saying this instead? They're people. All of them. I I love that. That's great. And that's something that we do nowadays. If you say the wrong thing, you go over here in this category and uh, you accidentally say the wrong words you're into this category and it's it's uh really we've labeled ourselves into different things like that and we're all americans that's what it is we're we're all americans and that's the category we need to be in how do you think we can get along better well my 
thing is music, of course. I think music brings you together. I'm, years ago, I played in in uh, Belfast, Ireland, and did some with some big shows that we went over there. And they was in the middle of a civil war, but you saw the people from both sides sitting in that audience together, listening to music. And that was one of the biggest thrills of my life to see that. And I'm hoping, I don't know if it'd be through music, but whatever it is, we need to all come together and be Americans. Quit trashing each other. I like that. We had on this show a singer, Dina Martin, who, as many, many people know, is the daughter of the great Dean Martin, who this year we're celebrating the centenary 100 years of Dean Martin. And I asked her, if you could sing a duet with anybody, who would it be? And one of the first people she mentioned was Mo Bandy. Well, that's nice. I've met her, and she's a great lady. I, that's very nice of her to say that. I appreciate it. Her dad was just one of the greatest entertainers I've ever. He was my hero. I met him once, and uh, Dean Martin was just one of the greats. You met Dean Martin? I did. Years ago, he was recording in Nashville, and I went to a session. And uh, what a thrill. It's something a lot of people don't know about Dean Martin. People who know his music, they know that he really loved country music. And and that's what Dino was telling me about, and uh, that was great. And he recorded some country, some country music, but he made it Dean Martin, and that's the, what was the good part. He was so great. Well, how do you do that? How does Mo Bandy take a song and make it his own? Well, luckily, I was blessed here when I came up in the music with a style that that is uh, different. We all did. We all had our own styles back then. Uh, luckily, I was able to, to be able to do a song and people say, well, that's Mo Bandy. And that's what we were looking for back then. And we had to be a certain style that was that you could pick out. Nowadays, I, I, I think a lot of them are sounding alike, but they're selling records and filling stadiums and all that, stuff, so I guess it's working. Do you think it's fair to say that you're a traditionalist? I, I think so. I think um, what I do is traditional country music, yes. One thing that surprises me, well, maybe it doesn't surprise me because I'm I'm pretty young myself, but when I go see some of these traditionalists, some of the the biggest fans of the traditionalist music are the younger people. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, that's very, that's very true, and I, I I see it coming around. I think I think uh, in, in our music, the young kids, uh, and I think in the in the recording industry also, is one of these days are going to hear a real traditional country country song and say, "Man, that's pretty neat." We, we ought to try that. And uh, I think, you know, that it would help to make it go back some. You know, you don't have to go back to all traditional music, but I'd like to see some of it in there. When you were starting out and you had what you would say was a traditional sound, were there people in the music business who tried to influence you or sway you to kind of follow the trends? 
nobody did. I, I was luckily I I was uh, able to to do my thing, you know, and nobody tried to change it or anything, and it worked out for me. I I think that's one of the the keys to our music, the, the traditional, is the fact that we didn't. Nobody tried to change us. We took what we did and tried to sell it, and and luckily it worked. As I mentioned at the top of the interview, you've had number one songs, you've had awards, you've had concerts that you know have sold out. People who want to sing duets with you, all kinds of honors through the years. What has been the best compliment you ever received? Well. I guess the best compliment is is when people tell me that their family uh, likes my music, the, all the family and, and that. And also I've got a, a song, Tell Them Too Old to Die Young, and I've heard so many people tell me about people that were dying and they listened to that song and it made them feel better. And uh, that's a real compliment to me when – my music can help people that are down and out and sick and whatever. That is, a, that is, I think, one of the biggest compliments of all of us that sing music. Just in looking on your website, mobandy.com, and anyone out there can check out and, and see where you're playing all over the place, of course. If someone is thinking about coming to check out one of your shows, what can they expect? Well, I bring... I have a real good band, the, the Americana band, and I'm very proud of them. And they're they're with me. And I try to do as many songs as that I've recorded that I can. I tell a lot of stories and tell a lot of jokes and have fun with the crowd and uh, just just have a, a lot of fun. I enjoy my shows as much as I hope the people do. <laughs> and I, I really enjoy doing it. I saw that you're going to be doing this concert on New Year's Eve in Branson, Missouri. Yes, and I'm looking forward to that. That's be with, with Bill Anderson and uh, T.G. Shepard, and we've got Jeannie Seeley, and and also we've got Janie Fricky. Man, we got a bunch on there. It's going to be a lot of fun. Who is one of the one of your favorite people to share a stage with? I know I'm putting you on the spot there. Yeah, well, I love to do shows with Joe Stampley. I, he and I have a great time together. Janie Freaky is just so much fun to, to sing with. I've got many duets I've done with uh, Becky Hobbs and Judy Bailey, and I've done, they're all just a lot of fun to do the duets. What is the best thing about being Mo Bandy? Well, the best thing about me being Mo Bandy, I guess, is the main thing is I have a great family and great children and grandchildren. And then after that, I've been so blessed with my music. It is just really a, a thrill to go out and perform for the people. I just love doing it. So I've been so blessed and lucky. I sure have. There will be people listening in from all over the place. Very open-ended. What would you say to anyone who's tuned in? Well, I can't stress enough how the fans have helped our careers. And I, I just uh, 
appreciate them. I stay after every show, sign autographs, take pictures, whatever it takes. And that's the key to what we're doing is these great fans. They stay with you. And boy, what a thrill it is to go out and sing for them. My last question. Who is Mo Bandy? How do you define yourself? Well, I guess I'm a country singer, but I like I like people. I like to help people, and I like to perform to people. And uh, I, I just really like to to get out with the the folks and help people. And I, I hope that, and that's what I wish of my children. And they're that way, by the way. But they are good to people, and uh, they help people, and that's what it's all about. Well, thank you very much for joining us. Thank you so much for sharing your story. Anybody can visit your website. It's mobandy.com. It's been a great pleasure. Thank you. My pleasure. I really enjoyed talking with you. Oh, I enjoyed it, too. Thank you.